You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Houston, Texas. It's one of the scenes of one of the biggest upsets in mixed martial arts history. Back in 2007, fans witnessed Matt Sarah dethrone then reigning welterweight champion George St. Pierre. My name is Jose Youngs. This is Alex Savas. We're standing outside the Toyota Center here in Houston, Texas. The fights are just hours away, Alex. Now, we have two major title fights headlining this card. But not just title fights, two title fights with massive favorites defending their cha- their championships. We're going to start in the main event. Yeah. Uh, reigning light heavyweight champion John Bones Jones, who many consider one of, if not the greatest fighters in the history of combat sports, puts his 205-pound title on the line against the undefeated Dominic Reyes. So I'll start with this. Does Dominic Reyes have what it takes to join Matt Sarah in fighters dethroning the greatest fighters of all time inside this building? Present moment... It could happen. Yeah. If anybody's losing their title tonight, we've said it before, it could be John Jones. You know, um, Dominic Reyes is, is no joke, and John Jones has said that. He's nobody to mess around with. He's taking him very seriously. So, yeah, it, it could happen. Now, John Jones does have a history of, of handing these fighters their first professional loss. Someone like Ryan Bader, who he defeated before he got the title shot against Shogun Hua. He famously handed Daniel Cormier his first professional loss, too. So, John Jones has made it known. He has a habit. He likes taking that O away from fighters. <laughs> so is it just a formality at this point, though? Like, does, like yes, Dominic Reyes does have a chance. But is, is it factual that Dominic Reyes is arguably, as many people say, the biggest test John Jones has had since his rivalry with Daniel Cormier? Yes, that's a fair statement, I would say, at least right now. Yeah. Now, looking at uh, Dominic Reyes, John Jones says he, he just has a left hand. But, but what does that even mean? In, in my mind, like... Yeah, you just have a left hand, but you're still knocking people out. It's like right. saying, sorry, you only get rear naked chokes. Sorry, Ronda Rousey only gets arm bars. Like, Dominic Reyes clearly has a left hand. In my mind, this is really the first true southpaw that John Jones has fought in a while. He, he struggled against Ovin St. Preux. That, might, that may or may not have been because it was a last-minute opponent. Uh, uh, he was really into powerlifting then. He also struggled a little bit against Leota Machida in that first round when he got clipped. Is it, but is it that clear, cut, and dry? Is that left hand really John Jones' kryptonite inside the octagon? No, you don't make it this far to this sure. level with just a left hand. If somebody walks into the octagon with just a left hand, I'm pretty sure we're all going to learn how to defend ourselves from that left hand. So, no, that's not... That's not how this works. Now, another side story. I think you might have heard this. Uh, if not, maybe I'll, I'll inform you. But Dominic Reyes is, is an athlete. Uh, <laughs> according to Dominic Reyes, he's the best athlete that John Jones has ever fought, which uh, that's an argument unto itself. Uh, but d- we've never seen him go five rounds. We've seen him in main events against Chris Weidman. That lasted one round. We've seen him go three rounds. Uh, we've seen him uh, get the, the fast stops. But we've never seen him go 25 straight minutes inside the octagon. John Jones has not only done that once or twice, he's done it a lot. He did it against Tiago he did it against Anthony Smith. He's done it against Daniel Cormier and Alexander Gustafson. These aren't just five-round fight night fights. These are five-round headlining pay-per-view title fights against some of the best in the world. Right. Does But does Dominic Reyes, what, have you seen anything from him to prove he can't go 25 minutes? I don't see why not. I mean, these, these are professionals, and if you're going to go up against the best... I'd have to imagine that you've done the training and the, and, and the footwork to get yourself where you're at. Now, Dominic Reyes has already said that if when he does when he's guaranteeing John Jones will get the immediate rematch. So I'll put you on the spot right now. Will we see and new, or does John Jones add another notch on his list of victims? I got to give it to John Jones tonight. But 
If Dominic Reyes does pull it off, I am fairly certain the UFC gives John Jones an immediate rematch to see him back up there. So. I don't think there's really an argument against either of those 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 uh, those statements. I do favor John. John Jones is rightfully the favorite. Yes, this might be the biggest test he's had since Daniel Cormier, uh, but I too am picking John Jones by a decision. Uh, John Jones, I think, has one of the best killer instincts I've ever seen. Uh, clearly, one of the best fight IQs I've ever seen. But he doesn't really melt people. Like right. he doesn't go out there and just put you away uh, like someone. But John Jones has fought guys like that. Uh, he might be fighting someone like Dominic Reyes right now but yeah i'm picking john jones five round decision not a boring five round decision uh but nonetheless i am picking john jones to uh to retain uh we will not be seeing another major upset here inside at least in the main event but if dominic reyes does do the impossible and adds his name to the list of, of major underdogs dethroning these dominant champions how does he do it i think it's the same way i think it's still probably a controversial decision. I think what happens when you have a really dominant fighter like John Jones, whenever somebody ends up actually tagging them, people s tend to see it as more of a, of a feat, you know, like, sure. oh, we tagged him, we tagged him, John Jones is hurt, you know, like kind of that thing. Sometimes that, that the damage that the underdog does is perceived to be greater sure. than the other way around. No, I've been on record a few times saying if John Jones is going to lose inevitably, it's going to be A, he gets hurt in the fight and just can't survive and he, his body just doesn't last right. and his opponent is able to take advantage of that. Or he gets caught early, which Dominic Reyes has proven to do. I don't think that'll happen today, but if Dominic Reyes does what he says he can do, and he, he says it like, I don't know if you heard this too, he was an All-American football player. <laughs> uh, if he can read footwork like he said, he can read angles in his analytical IT background can really calculate these movements that, that John Jones is making like he says he can and can catch John Jones early, that could very well happen. So it's either going to end early for John Jones or it's either John Jones' body just isn't going to last. So, but again, I don't think either of those situations happen. John Jones hasn't really, outside of his toe ripping in half in the first round, which he still won, by the way. Uh, I don't think John Jones uh, loses his belt in this one. But Nonetheless, we're going to drop back down to the co-main event. Yep. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko puts her women's flyweight title on the line against number one contender Callum Chikagi. Now, speaking of dominant champions, right. uh, Valentina Shevchenko, who many considered the second best, one of second best or third best female fighters in the world, uh, not counting Chris Cyborg, of course, but if we're only counting the UFC, it's pretty much 1A, 1B in my mind. Yes, Amanda Nunes does have two wins over Valentina Shevchenko. The first one was three rounds. Uh, the second round, the second one, a lot of people believe Valentina actually won. She now drops down to flyaway and has not only looked dominant, right. but has the gap between her and the rest of the competition is so vast. Uh, in my mind, we're really looking at one of possibly the most dominant champions we'll see in a long time. I agree. The difference, and we talked about this, the difference in any division between the champion and the number one contender is definitely the greatest in the women's flyweight division. There's, there's no question about that. So. But standing opposite her is Kyle Chikagan, who is, I don't think there's any argument, deserves this fight. She's, she's earned it more than a few times. Um, not putting people away. She's winning a lot of decisions. She's beating the Joanne Calderwoods of the world. She's beating the Andrew Lees of the world. But she's mm -hmm. not going out there and decapitating people like Valentina Shashenko, like wrapping her shin around <laughs> Jessica I and then sending her into the netherworld. Like, no, she's not doing that. She's winning. It's not really an argument that she's winning. She does deserve this, but uh, what skill set can she possibly bring in to challenge Val Valentina Shevchenko, an, an opponent who not only has looked dominant, hasn't really looked in trouble since making the drop to 125 pounds? You know, Catelyn likes to say that her height's going to be the huge advantage yeah. um, and her ground game is better. She says her stand-up is better as well. It may be her confidence that takes it over tonight. 
maybe she might be the one to get over the mental hoop that is sure. fighting Valentina Shevchenko. I know I wouldn't want to do it. She's an intimidating person. So if Callan can get over that, that could be all it takes. Now, a lot of people, like like the John Jones-Dominic Reyes fight, mm -hmm. like a lot of people just considered it's a formality that John Jones works. That would be an understatement. Yeah. Uh, talking about this next fight. I'm looking through social media, our YouTube comments, and people are saying dead woman walking, like, oh, Valentina's just fighting a corpse, like, just give her the belt already. Like, I don't think it's that clear cut and dry. Kyle Jukagian is, is a very impressive fighter. Yes, she's lost, yep. she's not looked dominant as uh, Valentina has, but she's one of these fighters that really, she sucks her opponents into her world mm -hmm. and makes them look bad, which is a skill set, in my mind, is a skill set nonetheless. Like, yeah, she may not be putting you away, hurting you, but the fact that she's making you fight in a way that you've never fought before, that she's basically leading the dance yeah. is is very impressive to me. Yeah, and, and that could be what, you know, Shevchenko hasn't faced yet. Um, so, I mean, good luck to Callan tonight. I'm not rooting against her, not rooting for her. I'm excited to see that one. So, put you on the spot. Will we see Ann New or will we see Ann Still on Saturday night? Will Callan Chukagan be the one to figure the puzzle out of this boogie woman at 125 pounds? No. I don't see it right Going now. At this now. point <laughs> in time, no. Maybe in the future, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think Valentina wins. Uh, how she wins, we'll, we'll get to in a second. But I think uh, I said at the beginning, Valentina, we could very well be seeing one of the next great uh, fighters. Uh, and I think really the only woman right now that can really uh, challenge her would be Amanda Nunes if they ever do that trilogy fight. But I don't see many people at 125 pounds right now. Like, of course, there's fighters out there that could pose problems, very high-level grapplers, but right. uh, not in the foreseeable future. But I'll present it to you this way. What kind of fight are you expecting? Will this be a Liz Carmouche Valentina fight where it was basically them shadow boxing in front of each other for 25 minutes, or will we see one of those flash knockouts in Valentina? Because uh, watching the tape on these two, they're very, they are very much counter fighters. They wait, they wait for their opponents to make a mistake, yep. and then they capitalize. Valentina saw a mistake from Jessica I, and all of a sudden, just I had a bat, baseball bat cracking her in the skull. Yep. Didn't really find that opening against Liz Carmouche, and we saw what happened as our cameraman, Casey Lydon, said. Not many highlights in that fight. So what kind of fight are you expecting between these two women? If all goes as planned and both fighters stick to their game plan, I think that this goes five rounds. Granted, both are human. Both can make mistakes, sure. contrary to what people think about Shevchenko. Sure. <laughs> We're all the human. The female James Bond, as she calls herself. <laughs> she is human. It could happen if somebody makes a mistake. I think that goes a different way. But if all goes as planned, I think this goes the distance. I agree with you. I, uh, I, if it does go to decision, it, that's that's the only way I think Kalen Chukagian will win. I don't see just, I don't see her finishing Valentina Shevchenko at all. If, right. I, if this does end inside five, it's Valentina's fight for sure. But again, I'm, I'm going to think 25-round uh, decision, especially considering these two are uh, point fighters. Or not point fighters, I want to say counter fighters. Sure. Or they wait for an opening from their opponent. But there are other fights uh, outside of the top two, which we are both in agreement. We will see both champions successfully defend their belts. Yep. Is there any other fight on this card? Maybe not. It may not be the most stacked card that we've been accustomed to the last two pay-per-views, but nonetheless, there are a few fun fights in there. Are there any that really stand out in your mind? Well, we got to give a shout out to H-Town, Derek Lewis, 
um, fighting Ilir Latifi first time, move up to heavyweight. You know, Pat number 12 ranked light heavyweight. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see this. Derek Luce is a fan favorite. Everybody loves to see that what he's going to do. That would be an do. understatement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give a shout out to the, the, the other flyweight fight on this card. Uh, Andrea Lee is uh, going up against uh, Lauren Murphy mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in a high level fight between two top 10 flyweights in the world. Andrea Lee is looking to get back into the win column uh, off of her uh, loss to Joanne Caldwell in Abu Dhabi. And Lauren Murphy has looked very impressive since making the drop down from 135 to 125. Sure. Uh, Lauren Murphy has said this is really a fight that gets her excited. Outside of the ranking, this fight, uh, this fight gets her blood going. It's it's not a grappler versus striker uh, cut and dry fight as fans are as fans are claiming. Uh, but nonetheless, I don't really I can't decide between this fight. For I thought for sure this fight was a rematch. I couldn't believe they never fought before. <laughs> uh, both women uh, considered this fight a long uh, not a long time coming, but it makes sense to them. They're both very excited. I, I do favor Andrea Lee. She's looked. Uh, very impressive, but I say that with very little confidence. I don't know about yourself. No, I agree with you. Yeah, no, I see it the same way. Now, for Derek Lewis, though, Derek Lewis did tell us he expects a controversial <laughs> hometown decision. He said Texas Commission knows what's up, but I don't think that's happening. I think Derek Lewis puts away Elon Latifi inside the first round, and this place is going to loot, go off its hinges yes, sir. when that happens. <laughs> there are a few other fights on this card. We got uh, Dan Ige versus Miratad Bektich, uh, which a lot of uh, fans are circling as a possible fight of the night, which Dan Ige said is um, uh, an insult to him because like, you think I'm going to let him look good enough for a, a fight of the night? Uh, and of course, we have one of your favorite fighters, Juan Adams. Uh, uh, Gave us a little lecture on pedicures and skincare at Media Day. He's going up against Justin Taffa, who said the worst is behind him after losing uh, in front of a sold-out uh, Melbourne Stadium. But any other, any other, any of those fights really uh, get you going, uh, leading into these two title fights? I just want to see Juan Adams pull it off. I think he's got a lot to lose tonight. They both do, but Juan Adams is just, you know, he's the kind of guy that you want to show up and see at Media Day. He's smiling. He loves to talk to people. He's really doing what he loves. This is his dream job and I don't want to see him go anywhere. He, this is his first time uh, under Greg Jackson for a fight. He says he's he's watching tape for the first time. He's correcting his mistakes as he agrees with Aaron Pico's assessment <laughs> that Greg Jackson is really, quote unquote, helping him minimize risk inside the octagon. Uh, but it's 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 it might not be the most stacked card for this MMA as a few fighters. They've been one of, on this card. They've been one of the hot gyms lately. Uh, Alex Morono, uh, our cameraman, one of our cameraman's fellow uh, metalheads uh, is fighting. <laughs> um, we got we, we got Miles Johns undefeated fighter uh, chaos Williams is stepping out of short nose to fight Alex Morono so just a lot of not not a lot of barn burns a lot of interesting uh, side stories nonetheless but uh, anything else you want to say on this card before we wrap it up no there you have it guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot out here it's getting hot out here fans are lining up people want to people want to take pictures in front of the sign so we're going to wrap it up I'm Jose that's Alex you can see you can catch all our videos on fight night uh, coming up soon